0: Brennan Small joins us. Uh, it is Animal on 1041 The Blaze. I, I am a huge Death Clock fan, and I love uh, Metalocalypse. Uh, I, I was sad when it went away, but I kind of, you know, you, you kind of go, well, you don't want to go too far. But then, you know, then you get the movies, and it's like, it's just amazing. And and now we have a new movie, so it's great.
1: That's right. Uh, Army of the Doom comes out next week, August 22nd. And uh, not just that, we have a we have a new Death Clock record, Death Album 4. And there's there's also a companion soundtrack, a score for the entire at the same time. So we have three big things plus a tour coming out with Baby Metal, Death Clock and Baby Metal Hit the Road, and uh, all across America.
0: It is a match made somewhere. I can't tell you where. I will be attending with my uh, son, Sam, who is 21 and he is a huge Baby Metal fan, and I'm a huge Metalocalypse fan, Death Clock fan, so (laughs) we're like going together for different reasons. I'm trying to get him into the series. and He's like, Dad, what is this show? (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a product of 2006, which is a different time, and it also um, it, it was a cra- it was a crazy time. But it was basically, you know, what I was what I was seeing. I was I was kind of regurgitating everything that was happening in the news back into this series. And on top of that, I was noticing just how big heavy metal was getting in the early 2000s. And I had just come out of music school. I'd come out of another show called Home Movies um, that was completely different. But um, what I noticed was just everything was heavier. Everything was more brutal. And um, and this show was a kind of a big obnoxious reflection of that.
0: So, I, and, and then here's more background. My older son, Brad, who is 32, he and I watched home movies when he was little, and we loved that show.
1: Yeah, that was, the, well, that was the first thing I did, like right out of music school. I started doing stand-up comedy, because I didn't know I was a music guitar, so obviously you get into stand-up comedy, uh, to try to like, uh, to try as a, as a fallback, <laughs> you know, kind of an idea, which makes no sense whatsoever, but but I got very lucky. I was I was spotted early on by... Uh, the crew that was making Dr. Katz, if you remember that show from way back when. when oh, yes.
0: The, the Psychiatrist yeah. Show. Yes, I remember this.
1: Exactly. Well, Jonathan Katz who's a genius comedian, who was also kind of a Boston native. And um, and so his crew, uh, Lord, including Lauren Bouchard, who's the uh, creator of Bob's Burgers, uh, saw me when I was just a kid on stage, and we built this show together. And it was really it was really great because I was now uh, a writer, a TV writer. And, um, and then I kind of hired myself to be a musician for the
0: show that is that's great so you know you you've been in a couple of different areas of my family's life you know with my different kids and uh, you know <laughs> it's, it's like seeing the next stage so uh, I have a younger uh, kid as well so I can't wait to see what you do next so that we wind up you know watching that show together
1: yeah yeah. well I'll, I'll work on it I'll, <laughs> when I get finished with this tour I'll start working on
0: it now. so yeah the, the Steelhouse show in Omaha uh, is uh, the end of September and uh, you know we'll we'll be attending with that, so that'll be uh, an amazing evening. So yeah, yeah. We we get into it, we get into the show, and for those of you who don't know what Death Clock or Metalocalypse is, it's. Uh, in, I could explain it, but your synopsis is obviously being the creators a little bit more uh, rounded edges kind of to explain people.
1: Sure, absolutely. Well, th- this is a show about Death Clock, which is the biggest band on earth. It's the biggest entertainment act. They're bigger than the Beatles. They're the seventh largest economy. And um, <laughs> and kind of destruction and and uh, folly follows them everywhere they go. They are. Uh, this is a show kind of about celebrityism it's from the 2000s. Um, and there's, uh, there's, it's bombastic. It's aggressive. It's violent. And it's, it's something you don't want your kids to watch, which means they're probably going to check it out. <laughs> At one point. Um, yeah, and then and then the tour. The tour itself is, this is a live animated tour. So we have a full live show that we, we have, like, a movie theater-sized screen behind us. And um, every and the, there's a click track going to the drummer's headset, the drummer Gene Hoagland, who's a legendary heavy metal drummer. And he drives this whole show. So it's us playing on stage. We sound like Death Clock. And there's this big movie theater-sized screen behind us. And what you get out of this whole experience is something that feels like a Universal Studios kind of theme park ride, but mixed with a uh, heavy metal show. So it's loud, it's aggressive, a lot of crazy fast guitars and fast drums, and uh, comedy and music all mixed up together. And you put that next to baby metal, so the,
0: on a very yeah. Go ahead. So the, the creation of Death Clock. Uh, yeah. Do you think it came from more the comedy side or the music side uh, of you?
1: What's funny, I was always trying to find the perfect job where I can be a comedy writer and uh, play my guitar at the same time. So, <laughs> so so that was the idea. So how do I do that? How how do I make a, the, the ultimate job for myself? And uh, it all started out with a pitch with myself and Tommy Blotch, the co-creator, to uh, Adult Swim. And they said, oh, hey, write this idea up. I, I kind of told them what I told you about the biggest band on earth and destruction. And, and um and they said, write this thing up. And I said, you know what? I don't know if I can right now. I think I have to figure out what this band sounds like. So what I did was I spent about three months developing the sound of Death Clock with my guitar in my studio, just kind of building riffs and building songs. And I finally kind of decided, you know, if I can make this cool enough, if I can make this music stand alone, then we may have something here.
0: So, and, and the, the characters in the band, obviously, they're all varied. Everyone brings something different, crazy to the table, you know, from Squizgar to, Toki, you know, down to Pickles, you know, I, everybody's got their, like, thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was that was the idea. When you're building a character, you're hoping that in the future, you know, kids in high school will be doing impressions of them, you know. So you could, So the idea is how do you make each character distinctive as possible, give them each kind of some kind of a, a different speech pattern, a different way of speaking, and that's pretty fun, especially when you get to play a lot of them at the same time. So, you know, with Nathan, I go low. With Pickles, I go high. And with... I go right in the middle
0: and and uh, and and you've had some amazing guest stars on the show Mark Hamill you know who I think is amazing as as an animated voice guy he can do everything I think
1: yeah he's kind of the master of uh, of voiceover and we were so lucky to get him like 15 years ago and he joined us for this movie which is just, I, I couldn't, I, every day I'm so thankful that he came back, but he's been in every single episode of this show. Him, and then we have Malcolm McDowell, <laughs> who we all know from Clockwork Orange, <laughs> and uh, we've even had the great uh, Werner Herzog, uh, Austrian director, who is just one of my creative heroes of all time. So it's really cool to have all these people participating in this, Just again, just intensely strange show that somehow caught on to the heavy metal community.
0: And 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 so much far as even in two thousand nine, you picked up a, a golden god award from uh, Revolver. Oh, yeah, they
1: were nice <laughs> enough to you know. It's it's been a really nice kind of um, relationship between this show and the heavy metal community because the idea was even when we were pitching it, um, this is like this is an audience that doesn't get spoken to that often. And I thought if anybody out there is like me when I was kind of like fourteen, fifteen, discovering music for themselves, making kind of carving out your identity through. Your musical decisions, you know. Yeah. Um, but I thought if I could speak to me at that age, then maybe, then maybe we'll have something that's kind of that can get circulated around, and and we'll have it forever.
0: It, it's great that the again, music the, the metal community has accepted you and and seen these episodes, and they've gone, oh yeah, that's happened to us.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, what we do is we we take something that that does have that has happened before. And we exaggerate it like crazy. I mean, there are, you know, there are live concerts, and there's lots of destruction at live concerts. So when we uh, drop 7,000 tons of, uh, you know, a venue on top of a, an audience, it's kind of based on terrible things that have happened in the past because you get a lot of people out there and crazy stuff happens.
0: That is great. Again, just, just so thankful that we could get just even a few minutes. We're excited for the uh, Omaha Show at the Steelhouse. It is uh, yeah. Death Clock with Baby Metal, and uh, it will be an interesting night because I never seen Baby Metal. I've heard of them, and it's kind of the opposite for my son Sam. So we're we're excited in our yeah, own yeah, ways. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, the the reason I think this tour makes so much sense, Baby Metal and Death Clock, is that it's really an evening of very theatrical, entertaining heavy metal. And by the end of the show, you're not going to be able to wipe the smile off your face. It's really, really fun.
0: And, and the fact that uh, I'll finally get some merch in person.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely, definitely be moving the merch forward
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's just, it's again, uh, a very entertaining show. And I know that people who listen to my show love music and they love just about every genre they can enjoy. And especially when you get a little tongue, a lot of tongue in cheek, in fact, a, a bloody tongue in cheek, uh, like you get with Metalocalypse. <laughs> and this new movie, of course, it drops next week.
1: Yeah, and the movie drops next week, and this movie is almost like, you know, I consider the TV show like Star Trek the TV show, and our movie is kind of more like Star Trek the motion picture. It's a little bit bigger, it's a little bit more intense, it's a little bit more cinematic, but we're wrapping up the entire series, you know, the story that started from episode one. We're wrapping it up, and it's coming out next week, and it's a long time in the making.
0: I I love the front of the box. It says, it will be brutal.
1: It will. I guarantee it will. I guarantee
0: that it will. Metalocalypse, Army of the Doomstar, again, is out on the 22nd of this month. They're playing in Omaha at the Steelhouse at the end of September with uh, Baby Metal. And uh, you can get tickets and details through KIBZ.com. But, uh, Brendan, just uh, an honor and just uh, some great laughs this morning already. and uh, And just appreciate you taking some time to talk to us and talk about the new movie and, of course, the new release.
1: I am so excited to get into a... A bus and travel across America after being in, stuck in an animation studio for, uh, you know, three years making this movie. So it's going to be nice to get out of the house. So I'm excited to come to Omaha and uh, and hang out with everybody there.
0: It's interesting because nobody thinks about an animated movie taking that long to put together.
1: Right, and that's a short-cut animated movie. Ours was done pretty quickly, and we you know, because we, we had built the whole world before, so we had all these assets. So it, you know, you can really kind of Utilize everything you've made in the past and build from it and build something more exciting. So that's the whole reason to go back to this whole project. How can we make it cooler? How can we make it more intense? How can we make it better, funnier? And, uh, and just really, really put you know, put the final kind of statement on the show.
0: Amazing. It will be great to see you in, uh, in performance and, uh, and again, uh, with the show and, and with the movie as well. So, Brendan, thank you so much for talking to the Blaze listeners this uh, fine day and, and taking time out of your day.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm really excited to come to Nebraska and hang out with everybody.
0: Again, you you'll probably, you know, after you get what, about a about a month into that tour, you're gonna be like, When are we done?
1: Well that that's the funny thing about touring is uh you're you're really scared at the beginning and then you get really good at the tour and then you're like, Okay, let we need some challenges up here. What are we gonna do? <laughs> Let's do some choreography here. I don't know. Something like that. But, but, uh, but, yeah, that's the idea. How do you keep it fresh? How do you keep it exciting? But I don't know. I mean, look, I, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Is, can, you, can you imagine a cooler job where you get to spend, you know, half the time behind a desk and the other half touring?
0: Yeah, that's, it, is, it is great. Again, you, you find what you love. You never work a day in your life, man.
1: Absolutely. And I, I really love guitar, and that's why I'm here in the first place, is because of the guitar. The guitar drove me all the way out here to get into comedy, to get into uh, TV, and finally make a movie.
0: Brendan Small, Mr. Uh, Mr. Death Clock, Mr. Metalocalypse, and uh, soon to be in concert uh, in Omaha. We'll see you soon, Brendan. Thank you so much for taking time with us.
1: Absolutely. It, it was a pleasure being here. Thanks. Thanks, Brendan. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking an interest, man.
0: Absolutely, dude. Again, as a, as a, again, a fan, you know, and, uh, and to finally get to see you in concert. I, I never saw Gorillas when they did their animated yeah, type of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, That was definitely an inspiration. And, you I, know, and know, um, I thought yeah. that
0: was fascinating. I was like, how are they doing that?
1: Well, that, you know, that was like part of the show, too, is like, you know, when, when we, you know, very early on, we thought, hey, how do, you, how do you make a TV show? How do I write original music for every single episode? And then maybe collect all that music, put out a record, you know, elongate the songs, make them full length. And then how do you tour it? And we go, well, what did the gorillas do? How did they do it? And they were behind a scrim at one point. And I said, no, 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 we've got to be in front of the scrim to connect with the people, all the guitar nerds out there who want to see how our fingers move. <laughs> and you need to see this drummer play this gene hoagland is just a, a lunatic he's he's one of the greatest drummers and he makes it look effortless he plays the fastest crazy stuff and it's effortless he's a master
0: which i know that you know who you know dave lombardo is who is just as oh, insane course, by the kid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah i just saw him with mr bungle recently oh, yeah, you know, of course, dude. course player. yeah
0: it was so good it was so good. Old school yeah. Slayer fan here. So that's, dude, you're way up my alley on that. And and Lombardo yeah. is insane. Lombardo is
1: like, there's nobody like him. And he just, once he gets behind the kit and he's playing with anybody, it just starts to sound a little bit like Slayer.
0: <laughs> dude, again, thank you for taking time on the chat. I've, you know, uh, uh, I'll edit out and put everything together. But thank you so much, Brendan, for talking with us. And I cannot wait to see you in Omaha, dude. Thank you, man. Yeah, and again, th- thank Don't you for, like you by the way, thank you for the whole movies. Me and my son, oh, Brad, yeah. is 32, man. he We watched those when he was a kid, and we thought that was a, that was the funniest shit ever, man. We just love that.
1: That was such a, you know, that show was like the most fun I've had. I had very little responsibility. I was just a writer back then, <laughs> and an actor. That was it. I didn't have to, like, do a lot of stuff, but that was, uh, I you know, I hang out with that whole crew whenever I can, and uh, really, we have a strong affection for each other. And it's really nice to you know that people still care about that thing.
0: I mean, what's crazy is you know, H. John Benjamin, who's you know the voice of yeah. the coach in that show. I mean, look, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. on everything now.
1: Yeah, he's everywhere. Oh, well, Bob's Burgers and oh, Archer, Bob's Burgers. But he is, like, he's one of those guys where I look at and I go, I don't know, I don't get it. How does your brain work? You're too good at this <laughs> stuff. You're too funny. It's upsetting.
0: It's like dry, you know, it's that dry wit. Of, yeah,
1: yeah. He good says rhythm. It. <laughs> he's rhythm he's a very musical person too, you know. He really is. Like he can, he can play drums. We've been we've played together. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, just like sitting in, you know, back in those days, you know, we'd sit there and there'd be a piano, a guitar and like a little cocktail drum kit and we would just, you know, goof off in between sessions and he just has a natural obviously, you know, great comedians have great kind of rhythm and um and he has a great natural rhythm too but you know just just a gigantic brain in that head and just such fast firing synopsis. you know just just uh from day one of home movies it was really fun to play with him because he played by the rules and he, he just he he's a good improviser. He's one of the best. Amazing, And great
0: writer. Yeah. I I don't know if you I, are you guys. Is there a VIP or a meet and greet or anything like that? Not that I not that there I... is.
1: Oh yeah, there, there should be a VIP meet and greet at every single venue. So okay. we're going out and really just like we're like get it while it's hot and come on, let's meet <laughs> everybody. Let's say hi to everybody. I don't know if I'm doing this again. You know. So. Yeah. I, that's so, why I'm
0: like I'm, I'm anxious. I, I was actually very nervous about the interview because I didn't know how you were going to be in person. I mean, I know you on the show, but you know right, that, that's right, not right.
1: the real. Yeah, the, those guys are jerks. Yeah, <laughs> that's, like, that's also why it's nice to kind of put a, like to, to to put this final chapter uh, in the movie. You know, to put this final chapter out there because the whole reason, you know. A, a, TV shows about, you know, and ca- comedy characters are wrong about everything, you know? They're just like, that's, the, that's how you make a character. Like, the, the central character is an idiot who is wrong, and that's what Death Clock is. They're wrong, they're idiots, and they have to, either they're going to change or die. So that's what this movie's about.
0: I love it. Well, I, now I'm looking, yeah I'm, I'm seeing the, uh, yeah, I'm seeing it on Ticketmaster now. So, again, I, if, I, if I do that, man, I, I, I look forward to meeting you. So, Brendan, thank you for taking time. Absolutely, man. Thank you. See you, Brandon. See you in Nebraska. Hey, you bet. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right. I'll see you. See you.